0: Hello and welcome to the Top Red Podcast with me, Dave. Joining me today is just Josh. How's it going?
1: It's just Josh. Hello. I am very well, thank you. I hope you are too.
0: Mm, so, I mean, yeah, it's a bit later for us. Um, obviously, people listening won't know that, but yeah, we've kind of had to go at not really my fault, I got a migraine, but alas, we be, we're trying to stick to a Tuesday recording day, Wednesday release day, or maybe Tuesday night release day, but hopefully why, we get this um, on Wednesday night.
1: And why are we sticking to a Tuesday recording schedule?
0: Because Thursday night, uh, rope night. Yes. There we go.
1: We are winning uh, the competition with the best song, and I think that is a... <laughs> Sporting and moral victory,
0: and I think we, we should all celebrate because I'm back in the Auto Cup as well.
1: <laughs> hey, those that that game against Sion is finally being rewarded again.
0: It is, um, Sion. Never the, heard,
1: we never heard about that. You've never mentioned it
0: because I'm, 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 I'm a top bet. I'm a, I'm a proper all about top that
1: bet. picture of you with all those empty seats behind you, yeah. Never, never mentioned.
0: Well. You know, some I have valid evidence of my top redness, Josh, what do you have? Um, beat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on a locked account. <laughs> <sighs> um, right. Anyway, so we're coming because I at... work at a school, by the way. That's that's, the... <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's locked. But but we're coming out of here, listeners. After um, well. The draw away at Chelsea and the subsequent fallout. I mean, it's been noted that the last time we recorded, we had the craziest 72 oh, hours of, my of word. transfer window
1: history. We played, really, Ch- for we, we, we played Chelsea for four days straight. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It was fitting that it ended in a draw. Um, yeah, that was crazy, wasn't it? Because that news literally broke. I think what? just after, wasn't it? Yeah, the day we released it. Yeah, and then
0: we, we, we did an FPL draft as well, the mm. night after, which was
1: kind of update as well. Um, and I fell asleep. I fell asleep on that Did you night. fall asleep? No, that, that night when I went to bed thinking um, not for oh, this what, you fell asleep during the draft? <laughs> no, because your no, no.
0: Sort of funky.
1: No, I was actually playing a, a full manager network game, so that's why I was kind of not really paying attention. Then I realised, ah, shit, I've been Picked Ivan Tony. Um, some of them were mine, like Mikalenko, for instance. That was, was, a, Gakpo that was yours, a, Josh? a. Yes, Gakpo is my first pick. <laughs>
0: for context, in the first
1: round, Josh
0: selected Cody Gakpo.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think, was it? Or was it because it was on my watches? I don't know. I can't remember. Pretty sure I picked him. I don't um, remember
0: but the reaction in the Discord was <sighs> hilarious.
1: I. I won the battle with Saliba and Gabriel, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Got that one in. But yeah, on that night of the news, kind of It obviously got it, kind of got dropped on Twitter about two o'clock in the afternoon, didn't it? That Liverpool, yeah, it was Liverpool Matt Long, and it, I think. Yeah, Liverpool have had conversations with Brighton about Moises And We all kind of went, ah, Chelsea are just trying to, you know, spin the Brighton are trying to spin this to get Chelsea's pay up, blah blah blah. And then you get the you know, ready-joyce bomb of, yeah, Liverpool are actually interested. It's like, all right, okay, it's still not going to happen, so I'm going to go to sleep. Woke up to an absolute frenzy on my phone, and now I'm glad I didn't stay up, because it obviously proved to, to not be worth it. But, yeah, what a, what an incredibly insane 72 hours of of transfer nonsense.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we we'll get onto the game in a minute, but I think well the the game as well, just the whole, just the whole thing. Um, it's probably the most down I've been under the pool in a long time. Um, because I mean, even with the Lavia stuff in the wake of it as well, it's just all of what we were saying negatively, hoping it wasn't true literally just days before, kind of came to fruition. Mm. Even down to, you know, what we're, we're pissing Lavia about. Well, mind you, there are contradicting reports surrounding Lavia. Southampton claim we made a bid. The club are claiming we didn't make a bid. So, who knows? Southampton, claiming
1: we, Southampton claiming we made a bid that was ultimately higher than what Chelsea agreed a fee with them for. Hmm. Which, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not buying that, Jason Wilcox.
0: Mm. Um th- that just shows to me that Jason Wilcox isn't really doing his job.
1: <laughs> I think what I think what what's kind of happened is yeah, we it's probably a fifty fifty of that whole um yeah, we probably did piss Romeo Lavia off. That's that's fair enough. But when you get the opportunity to sign Moises Casado potentially over Romeo Lavia, then I think it's quite obvious which one you'd choose. But the other fifty percent of that is that Liverpool quite clearly didn't value him at fifty million in the first place, so um, 58, have 58 yeah. 60 I don't think we'd have done it anyway we were we were. I guess the fact we were penny pinching over 2 or 3 million would suggest that we were already really reluctant to the deal at 47 I think was it 46 that got uh, our last bid so I'm not buying the whole we've done this last ditch attempt to get him I think we'd we kind of accepted that we burnt a bridge there and it was going to be um, Kasado or nothing, um, probably before the whole um furore around Casado reneging on I the mean, deal, in, in all honesty,
0: eight... we, like we we, we we quote unquote burns a bridge, but at the same time, we did essentially what Chelsea did. Mm. Like, it's not like Chelsea were prioritizing Romeo Lavier over Moses they are like it was Liverpool that had been in negotiations with, with Southampton. It was Liverpool that agreed personal terms with Romeo Lavia in a similar way. It was Chelsea that agreed personal terms with Moises K. It was Chelsea that were putting bids into Brighton all summer. So, yeah.
1: I, I don't think our season hinges on whether we get Romeo Lavia or not. Um, yeah, it, nine, it, it just, just feels like a, a
0: really easy line for the likes of Jacob Steinberg to pedal. Um, Yeah,
1: Jacob Steinberg's obviously. If you if you hadn't heard of Jacob Steinberg, then you do now, because he's he's quite clearly gone and um, put his career in in the stratosphere in terms of importance when it comes to breaking transfer news. He thinks he is um, the second coming of David Ornstein at the moment, and good for him. He's obviously used um, the saga where he you know quite continually. Um, released the same, a bit like Fabrizio Romano, the same update time and time again when nothing was actually happening. Um, but yeah, I, I the whole Lavia thing, we've obviously had a report tonight come out about um, Sofian Amrabat. And, you know, I quite like the idea of signing Amrabat as somebody who will fit straight in. I think the talks of, you know, signing a number six, this late in the window, you then kind of have to when you're trying to sign a number six who's going to have to play quite a lot and they've missed a pre-season, it's not just the player you need to look at, it's the club you're signing it from. If you're pl- signing a number six from a club that, you know, sits up on the edge of its own box, doesn't press very much, doesn't keep the ball very much, you don't want to sign that player because they've not had any sort of pre-season where our sort of um, football is being drilled into them. Fiorentina, however, on the, on the flip side of that, are a you know, a high press, high possession team, which ultimately Liverpool is as well. So the benefit of signing him is that he's probably had a preseason that far closer matches one that we've had, which means that transition period maybe isn't quite as um difficult for him.
0: Yeah, what else Shake the Corey, for example, has had a preseason
1: under Ray Hodgson. Yeah, and but but he's obviously had um Prior seasons in France, oh yeah, There's Lons who who do play that style of football like us, Lons are one of the.
0: I'm I'm, I'm not discounting. I'm more about we need somebody to come in and yeah. play away yeah. at um, St James's Park in
1: a couple of weeks. Exactly. Um, my my only little uh, worry about Amrabat is that he's very often played in a double pivot, which Liverpool aren't. Well, they are, and they're not playing. Obviously, when they switch to that back three. I'm... Really glad Blaine's not here to defend his system. But um, when we switch that back through, we do technically play in a double pivot, but that's because we've dragged somebody else out of their position to plonk him. Next year, I think Liverpool will potentially reach a point where we are playing two in midfield. I mean, you look at the gaps that were left against Chelsea in the middle of the pitch. Poor Alexis McAllister, bless him, had you know the same old issues that Fabinho had last year in defending. Far too much space on his own. Um, Liverpool kind of, I think, just needs to bite the bullet and and maybe be more clear, clearer defined in the roles, and that those two in midfield are the, are, the, are the become the shield that protects the back four and gives, you know, the likes of Trent and Robertson the chance to get forward and create. It's nothing stopping Trent from coming in fields, um, because there can be fluidity in the roles. Um, but I think having that screen of two um, with three in front, or or two and two in front. Also, far better suits the attack that Liverpool have got and the midfielders that we've we've signed. I think McAllister would play great in a, a double pivot, and I'd, I'd, I think uh, Sobosloy could do it as well. Um, and then, But he could also play further forward in a 10. Jones could play in a 10 and a double as well. So I just think it, it suits the options we have and then maybe means you could get away with just signing Amrabat. And also, the signing of Am- Amrabat then gives whichever sporting director comes in on the 1st of September, because I'd be shocked if it's Jurgen Smatka, gives them another year to find that, that L- L- Lavia-esque um, signing that is for the next, you know, wave, as it were.
0: Yeah, I think what you were saying about identifying players from teams with a specific and similar skill set to Liverpool, I think that's something that we've done really well in the past. Mm. Uh, McAllister is another example of that. Soberslie, Canate, Keta, obviously from the Red Bull. Yeah. Um, pipeline. We even down to Mane and 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 a couple of others when he was at Southampton under Pochettino. Van Dijk, obviously. Um. So I, th- I think that's something that we've done really well in the past, and something that's gone pretty much under the radar, mm. to be honest. When it comes, to, so it, to me. The fact that we're looking at players like that hopefully does indicate some logic, <laughs> I but guess. It's also
1: quite nice that we're not going, oh, we've not found the perfect player, so we'll wait.
0: Yeah, I uh, mean, we, uh, we we simply can't afford to do that this time, uh, no, to be fair.
1: Liverpool, over the last three years, deserve a lot of criticism. And this is where I don't like the revisionism surrounding Edwards and Ward. Um, we've had a lot of these oh I wish wish Edwards was back sort of we thing we did
0: this he was... under Edwards and Ward we yeah, did it with Diaz and exactly. Gakbo like it, it's not the first time this has happened it's, it's, it's also nonsense
1: the times that Liverpool have kind of just held their nose because god forbid we sign someone that doesn't sell shirts and doesn't generate interactions on social media sort of thing Liverpool bodies are the most important thing when you're building a squad and availability is the most important thing about building a squad if you sign Amrabat, I'd be pretty comfortable knowing we'd get to January um, regularly. Uh, sorry, Morgan gets his on them, <laughs> generally unscathed. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, where all indications are, we might sign Andre from Fluminense. Uh, perfectly happy to leave that till January. Don't think that's Dave's yeah, boy Andre. Yeah, I don't think that's something the club needs to. I think when you get the chance to maybe say fifteen million, that's when you do take. Andre,
0: by the way, is, is another example of this signing players from managers and clubs with similar philosophies as well, because he plays in a pretty intense system at Fluminense as well. Um, and also the, the the height stuff. I mean, I'm as much of a height-ist, I guess, that that as as anybody. Like my Especially when it comes to centre halves, but and number sixes, but uh, Kaise though is only five foot ten, and Andre Sofian, is six foot one, nine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 6'1". and I'm about six foot one, so that's that's good. But uh, we we've what, what seen is... Fernandinho I, I... and the like succeed in that role. He's also five foot ten, so I really don't really buy into it, especially with Canarе been... and ones like Biancon.
1: Yeah, I've never watched Andre. I don't know anything about him. What what is he?
0: And very much win the ball and keep the ball. Six. Kind of eight. Um, I think he could do both. I think he could do both. Um he plays as a six at the minute. He could he, he, I think he could do any role that isn't more advanced. Right. Um He could he could kind of do the Thiago role maybe in a different way. He probably wouldn't be as much of an orchestrator, but he could break a play bit better you know when tiago often marches out on the counter person and either fouls or gets a bit caught um go pass of the ball wins the ball but keeps the ball which is in that role i think for liverpool the probably wijnaldum. one of the most important things the the kind of wijnaldum role yeah i, I think Lavia looked pretty similar in fairness as well um but i think Again, with Lavia, the, the club are pretty justified in using Bacetic as a reference point for mm. what Southampton would demand were demanding.
1: Yeah, we, we, and we also have so to remember... we forgetting
0: to, them,
1: I yeah, think. we have to remember Stefan Bacetic is, is going to be a really important part of Liverpool's future. And yes, that might not be now, but that is why, you know, a signing like Amrabat makes more sense than signing Casado or Lavia for that for that fee that you don't stunt the growth of a genuinely really, really talented player. Um, I'd hate for Bacetic to not make it Um, because I like what he's about. I like, I like what he does and he needs those minutes. So yeah, I hope the line never gets peddled this season that having Bacetic back is like a new signing because it, it makes my skin crawl hearing it. but um. It will almost feel like that, that yeah you know, he's he's had a he's had a pretty pretty serious injury and they've quite clearly not rushed him back to build on that recovery and rehab and and hopefully make it make him stronger when he's back. But I would love for him to have a really really important role this season. Same as Curtis Jones, for instance. He's he's only just uh, overcome a series of niggling injuries and you know really seems to have hit a. Um, a purple patch, a, a small, albeit small, purple patch, but one that showed there was genuine hope there for him. Uh, had a good preseason as well. Surprised he didn't play against Chelsea, but I can kind of understand why he didn't. Also just a quick one out of curiosity, this purple patch—is it a purple patch,
0: or is it this is what he was doing anyway? And it's within the context of our midfielders, absolute bollocks
1: no i i saw things him doing things that he i'd seen him iron little bits of his game out he released the ball quicker he had a little bit more positional discipline huh. he um was seeing um, more line breaking passes than perhaps he was seeing before i thought he was always a little bit slow and safe um when he first broke into the team actually not not when he first broke into it he's kind of gone full circle he kind of did what he liked to do as a as a kid, reined it in because he get that pressure, obviously, when you're playing first team football, and then now has that had that confidence to express himself again. So he found a really good balance, I I think, um, in that eight game run that he started at the end of last season. Um, would really really like to see him in the in the team more regularly. As I've said, I think he's flexible. He's played in you know a double pivot before for England, and you know winning the um, winning the European Championships in, in the summer and played really well there and obviously scored the amazing winning goal that, you know, he'll do well to take credit for.
0: So, another Jones question.
1: Why on earth did he not start on Sunday? I think, um, uh, give Klopp that dilemma again, he chooses a completely different option. Uh... Yeah, I, I can understand why he wanted to have Diaz, Jota, Salah, and Gakpo in the same team. I can't,
0: I, I can't, man. You're going the way to Stamford Bridge, like okay. Don't get me wrong, Chelsea switched up the system, and three at the back is a bit of a, a cloth kryptonite if you can nail it, especially with wing backs like James and and Chilwell. But for me, that was just a massive red flag from the off. Um, mm. I, am I tried not to blame Gakpo because he's just kind of been thrown in there. But my God, that man is the most feeble six foot four human being I have ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, just no. And I think this happens a lot with players that are really good in the counter press, but when it comes to actually running the other way, they seem like. And McAllister they can be the same. Naby Keita was the same. They, they look really weak going the other way, but if you've got the ball in front of them, they can nick it off you as well as anybody.
1: That's the thing. It's funny, isn't it? He, You stick him in a number 10 or a number 9 role and he misses a press. He's got two or three people behind him mopping them. Mm. You do it in the midfield, you've, you've suddenly left a huge, massive hole. And there were too many huge, massive holes um, in the... Oh, I can expect that's gonna be the episode title. Um in the Liverpool midfield, it was unbelievable and the one person who cannot escape any criticism today is Diogo Jota. I mean it was the most angry at a player I've got for a long time watching a game. He I thought he was absolutely dreadful. Um his carelessness in possession hit new heights. It was was it Chilwell's um inverted? Comma's goal, mm. where I think is it Gakpo who goes to play a one-two with Jota, and Jota just blasts it back at him, and suddenly Chelsea, are, you know, we've we've turned a a, a really good opportunity to go two nil up in uh, sorry two one up, um into oh we're going to be two one down. Thankfully the offside flag went up, but yeah, I just thought that that one kind of that one moment summed Jota up. I was very surprised to see him uh, come out for the second half. Yeah, yeah, if he if he hadn't come out of the second half, I think we probably would have gone on to win the game because when Jones came on, um we looked in, you know, complete control and and missed a couple of chances to go to go two one up. Alexis McAllister trying to smack the ball at Darwin Nunes as hard as he could. Um aside. I still think he could have gone for goal. Honestly. He probably, I, I... He, he probably could, but I think it'd been very easily saved. He could have rolled it into Nunes and Liverpool then have a three on two and a three on one. Yeah. Uh, it's frustrating that moment, but I, I liked what I saw in the first 20 minutes when Liverpool, you know, were a little bit safer on the ball and picked their moments. And I like the last 20 minutes when Liverpool were a bit safer on the ball and picked their moments, but the uh, 40, um, 50 in between that, where, you know, Liverpool tried to play a ball into the striker every single time or a ball in behind every single time and it got turned over. I didn't like that so much.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think I've seeing a lot of the post-game analysis and a lot of it was pointing or we well, think of pointing at the lack of a number six and I don't think that was really the case at all. It was the combinations down the side that really had Chelsea dominating. Mm. As you said, when Jones came on, I think we improved our General control of the game, but not just that. I think rich James going off; he was really good, kind of helped as well. Um, but at what well, one player that can definitely—I mean, even though he cocked up the pasta the Nunes, but one player that can leave with the held high was um Alexis McAllister, and one mm. one guy that I think because the the mood seemed to have changed on him because he set standards so high. People are trying to get on his back, so I th- I think we really need to recognise when he just kind of shows, um, these levels that I think other players would be praised a lot more than he is for. Again, because yeah. of those those standards he set it was Rachel Van Dyke. I thought he was phenomenal. Mm. Um, I think Van Dyke was... seems to
1: have taken that captaincy really on board because that was a proper, proper performance. Yeah. On the I day. mean.
0: Even to the point, I think it was maybe it was Nick Jackson who hadn't backed up in the penalty area, and even then Van Dyke like, somehow like nicked the ball off him and came away with it. it was just it was a really really good performance. And Canate played really well as well. So I think the the two centre halves and McAllister can leave with the head all high, as you said. Elliot also came on, had a had a good cameo, mm-hmm. um Jones as well. Other than that, I think Trent was pretty awful, um. I think he's been pretty awful in pre-season as well. If, if I'm completely honest, he just plays lazy.
1: He yeah, just looks. I, I've got all the time in the world for confidence and assurance, but when it starts to look like laziness, you've got to, you know, give your head a wobble. But, but I'm just not really. Fi-
0: I'm, 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 not, I'm not. I'm not feeling the inverted trend. I'm, I'd, I'm I'd,
1: not. You either put him in midfield. if yeah. that's what he wants to do. And we
0: said this last week, didn't we?
1: Or you make him, you let him be an attacking fullback. Because. Was... Uh, <laughs> now that means you have to go out and buy a right back. Well, yeah.
0: So... I don't think we are. So it, it's right back for me. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, a plus, I mean, we've got Sobb's there now. We've just spent 70 million on Sobb's And I, yeah, I think he needs to stay right back. I think he's very good at what he did at right back. I think he has enough freedom. At the end of the day, he was a right-back, but he was in a role that was specifically suited to him, that was completely unique. No other full-back came close to the amount of freedom he had in that role, other than Cancelo for that couple of years. Um, He was left back under under Guardiola, so yeah, I, I, I think it's unnecessary at this point, especially if we can get somebody in to play the six. Mm. We've got the profiles. I'm not saying go back to the 433 exactly the way it was, but I think we've got profiles now that we can be a bit more experimental, as you said, maybe go to a double pivot because the amount of spaces we've been leaving the midfield. That might suit Amra Bata be get him. Although I do think he'll be able to play in the lone pivot. He kinda of does with the ball. Um when I've seen him for Fiorentina, which was only a few conference league games, bear that in mind. Um
1: but, just, but he, was, just,
0: he, he was kind of dropping between the centre-backs, splitting yeah. the centre-backs out. I just get um, worried
1: about how poor we look in the middle again after a whole pre-season. And yet, we can kind mm-hmm. of say it's Chelsea away. It's not the easiest. I just don't think the manager's okay. learned his
0: lessons, if, if, if I'm honest. The Gakpo midfield one, that, that, that selection. Um, that reeks of linders,
1: that does. Yeah. That absolutely reeks <laughs> um, He's but, Dutch. He could play anywhere. Right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Really.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean,
1: all in all, I think it was a good point. I was really oh, disappointed. And, at, I, I on, think Salah so did well
0: as well in the first half. played yeah. so really was, well in the first half.
1: I was really disappointed on the day, but that was more because of how much of an opportunity I thought it was, or a missed opportunity. In terms of, it's probably the weakest we're going to see Chelsea now, um, this season, and. I thought they looked absolutely appalling in the first half an hour. It'll be interesting to see if they stick with that three at the back,
0: or whether because they have played four three three the entirety of pre season, it was a shock for Chelsea fans who were kind of throwing mm. up in the mouths because they were having like flashbacks to Tuchel and stuff. Um
1: but I, I, I think there was, there was a lot of a lot of criticism from about Liverpool. Um, but that was typical Liverpool bend but don't break. You know, they do, had. 65... I do think.
0: Sorry, I. Just a quick one. I think it was a bit emblematic the way all of the post match noise seemed to be as though Chelsea had won the game. Yeah, yeah. Let Let's not forget we didn't well, lose.
1: They, had, they They had sixty five percent of the ball and got outshot thirteen to ten. Mm. Like, you Like know, it's not.
0: It's not like they peppered us. The xg was similar. Like we we didn't lose, and it 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 is a six pointer because I think mm. I, I've of t- Chelsea and my pre-season league table with fifth so for me to to, to get a point away there um it's fine as lo- yeah. you, you, you you've just got to be you've got to win your home games against these teams mm. um against your tottenham's your chelsea's um you just gotta make if, sure that you at least get three points on the board
1: and if liverpool do tidy up the way they play you know that that's i think a very encouraging start i mean we couldn't really ask for I don't want to say this because I think Bournemouth are going to be quite impressive this season. I, I do like uh, Iraola, who's in charge of them. Um, but you couldn't have asked for a, a softer home game to start with outside mm. of the um, the um, promoted three. Um, they will probably have you know that World War Two on the beach meme flashbacks to last year. Um, obviously, getting drew nine nil isn't nice, and I I do think. It goes one of two ways. Liverpool double down and they use it as ex- as like a pre-season game knowing they'll probably win to really, really try and fix the 3-2-2-3, whatever it is. Or we see something slightly different and my prediction is we'll see a 4-2-2-2 um, with Sobersloy in the attacking midfield too um, with McAllister and... And Jones in midfield. That that that's what I think we'll see. Um, with Salah, Nunes, and Gakpo as an attacking four, with 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 on the left. That's what I think we'll see. Um, but I think that's more more what I hope as well, rather than it being nailed on. But I think that's a sort of sort of team that would get Anfield pretty pretty excited. It would get people you know, I think enjoying the game because I think it would play really, really well. and It would also probably, I think, see us keep a clean sheet and actually have, you know, quite a lot of control in the game. Um,
0: Just a quick one, sorry. So the people listening to the podcast can probably hear, um, <laughs> what's that notification's going off in the background? And that's because Fabrizio Romano it was just tweeted that, um, Liverpool have submitted a formal bid to sign Japanese midfielder Wataru Endo on a permanent deal from Stuttgart. Okay. I don't know who that is.
2: (laughs) He's nearly 31. Oh, dear. Oh, my God.
1: He's 5'10". I love this. I love this. Player wants to move. It's the biggest opportunity of his career. You're playing for fucking Stuttgart, mate. Of course... What is going on? I can only imagine that means we're going big somewhere else. Oh my god! <laughs> what? I've never heard of this guy in my life, and I like to
0: think I know like quite a lot of footballers. But
1: I tell you what, his his numbers look all right.
0: His numbers do look good, but fucking hell, these are the sorts 21? of si- if
1: he... I'd love it if he was twenty-one. <laughs> I would what? love it. I would love it if he was twenty-one. But his pa- his, his passing looks. Pretty poor. Oh God! It <laughs> okay, was breaking news to you, breaking news that you've already heard, guys. Yeah, <laughs> and and, and oh. probably melted down over. Uh, my prediction is we we sign another midfielder who is quite, I'm quite in, expensive. I am internally melting down right
0: now. Um, to be fair, it sounds similar to the back. Is it back? The guy from Minds? Yeah, you were with? Stack. Anton Stack. Stack, sorry back where did I get back from um, oh, interesting if you, Klopp's approved that it's it just reeks of Schmack like, mm. it just reeks of and I there know, is the a Liga.
1: there is a flight landing at John Lennon from Stuttgart at 10pm oh my fucking god <laughs> assess the it's private private play oh my fucking god <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Right, okay.
1: Um so, well, that's yeah, killed a five. Bournemouth, yeah. five nil winners. Well done. Fuckin Adon D Iola. Dominic Solanke's gonna have the best game at Anfield he's ever had in his life, and well, unfortunately yeah, draft, so. un- Unfortunately we did watch a few Dominic Solanke at Anfield games.
0: Maybe oh, like yeah. Solanke. That was the pug consensus, wasn't it? Oh, he was a good player, just not
1: good enough. Oh, are you? I'm. I'm. Wa- I'm waiting. No, I. I. I don't mind the signing because he's. He's obviously not going to play. It's a. It's a body, in the middle. I'd be worried if it was him and Amrabat, um, because then I think it's we're going to get the same old Liverpool. See the summer of 2024 as a huge part uh... of their rebuilding. Like we've wasted another one, but I'm not going to think that because I will then look at it as. Liverpool have replaced um, Henderson and Fabinho with McAllister and Sobersloy, and that sounds a bit better.
0: <laughs> that sounds a bit more delusional. That's I, I actually, think.
1: I actually think if we think of it like that, whatever else happens, happens. <laughs> oh, I still, I still have it. I still have And it. then I, we got uh, uh, I've, Yeah, I know. Uh, well, welcome to Liverpool. Um, but I. I have been questioning mentally, and I think we've kind of had the conversations privately, um, Jurgen Klopp just in general. Um, I'm going to say now more as a coach because I don't actually know what coaching he does. Um, And nobody really knows what coaching he does. Um, But I'm going to have some blind faith and optimism and say Jurgen Klopp is still a really, really good coach and he will Obviously, get the best out of this, Wataru Endo. When you, when you, because I'd not seen this, um, I'd not seen this news. It, it was breaking. You broke your news to somebody, Dave. You broke it to me at least. Oh, well, that, um, I broke it to somebody. When, when you said submitted a formal bid, I was thinking this is gonna be, this is gonna be a big one, isn't it? This is gonna yeah. be. Is he gonna say too and many? And then you said Wataru Endo, and I. <coughs> I didn't know if that was just, you know, a regen. I'm just kind of hoping
0: Ange Posticoglu my... decides you know just he
1: wants him and hijacks it. <laughs> and then we go in. Then we go in for Hoiberg, and that'll be that'll be it. Because
0: he um, did. He, he did play for um, Urawa, where, U, Urawa Reds um, up until 2018, when he moved. Similar to... players
1: to similar players to Atari Wendo, Number seven is Gavi.
0: Yeah, and then he moved Don't to Truiden in Belgium, and then he moved to Stuttgart when he was in the
1: Zweibundersliga. S- Number 10, Casemiro. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I've just have just watched Mateo Kovacic get absolutely nailed by a ball to the face. Doesn't just... actually look like he knows where he is. You're in Athens. Oh, we've oh, oh got... A cooling break. 20 minutes into a oh game Oh my fucking Athens. God,
0: yeah, Neil Jones.
1: What the fuck? Yeah, well, it's that's happening. Get over it. Um We're probably gonna sp- we're, we're probably gonna spunk sixty million on Che Decoro as well. Um and I think that'll probably be it.
2: Oh my god. All
0: right, okay. Yeah, so again, just to um just to make you aware that the the WhatsApp sounds the background are uh, mark friend of I, the pod. I, I and can't Blade hear them. Kind of expression.
1: I can't hear yours, so if I can't hear them, then.
0: No, I think it'll come through. It won't come through on the Craig recording, which I'll probably no, use, right. but it might come through on the OBS as the backup. Um. So anyway, just just, just to let you know, what's hard to what end up. Hey, at least we'll get that um, notification like on FM where you get um, the sales boost, the shared sale boost.
1: Do you reckon we tour Japan next year? <laughs> hey, I'm all in for that. I'll mm. I'll remold the house. Better than going to the see the bloody Yanks.
0: i no, I think we'll be oh, in America next year. Um yes. Speaking
1: of Yanks, that Mark Castner. Oh god. Um What's our Liverpool end doing? Am I right? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Mark. It's it's just it's
0: it's the that's time. A, that's a great it, tweet. I'm gonna retweet it. it. It's the time, and that's the the worst thing about this. It's just like we were so humiliated. positive,
1: but we were so, <laughs> just just the internal timing as well. We yeah, were being we, positive. We were we were coming
0: out of this this tunnel we've been in, where we've been dead low on, on Liverpool, but then we were seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It was like, yeah, we're still good. We'll still get top four. I, th- we, I hope we still might get top four. Well, we still probably will get top four, but like, I hope Bi- I hope Billy Hogan sees
1: this and when he's um when Endu, Endo 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 sorry. <laughs> Oh, God. It's going to be a tough one. When Endo um, signs his contract, <laughs> Hogan sneakily switches it out for Schmacka's resignation letter. Oh. He signs that and goes, oh, sorry, mate, you're gone. And, um, <sighs> are you on 40 manager at the minute? I'm not, no.
0: Oh, I was going to say, is he any good on FM? <laughs> I can load it up. It doesn't like, take long. Can we Can we at least get some, like, um... hang on, no, I can 11, ahead. 11, 11, 11,
1: 10. Loud no,
0: joke, and uh, This is like such bad podcast number. I like it. People uh,
1: enjoy our off the cuff nature. Oh my fucking god! He's Not so good.
0: shit. It's got high work rating. Team work. Um.
1: So he's a me like footy vibes.
0: Is that what we're saying? He's got a sixty-eight current ability, Josh.
1: Sixty-eight. Um, yeah, I'll, what I'll, I would I'll, say I'll is, put the, his, um, I'll
0: put it in the Discord. So have a look at his, that.
1: his contract expires next year, so we can't be signing him for any more than ten million. This feels very clavan. And look, he became a cult hero. Oh, his mentals are fantastic. Sixteen tackling.
0: <laughs> oh, I like him. Twelve vision. 13 passing,
1: 12 first touch, 11 this is, Honestly, this is like looking at how Genie Wijnaldum ended up at Liverpool. He's 29 and he only has 41 caps for the Japanese national team. No, he's 30. This was obviously a year ago. Oh, fucking hell. he's 30 and a half. Pretty much exactly. He ah. turns 31 on the 9th of February. But it, what is nice though is Liverpool are signing a player who's older than me because that has started to stop happening. Like Sofyan Amrabat is nine days younger than me. And what? Yeah, are you, are you, but, he's bored, Josh. But exactly, I'm not. So who's the real winner? He can have all the money in the world. What does he make? Let's have a look at his contract. He makes yeah forty forty grand a week. And I have my hair. So
0: yeah. My question is: Is Enzo the captain? Oh, of and Liverpool. James, by the way, of, of Stuttgart, and um James Pierce has also just corroborated the news. So this looks like it's actually going to happen. Um. And Liverpool aren't in for and Amrabat, according to David Lynch.
2: Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a, yeah. So
1: that's put a bit of a. Please someone else. Christ, I just hope he's a body. If his hamstring goes like Arthur Mello's, he's out for four months. Could you imagine? Yeah,
0: so he, he is Stuttgart's captain.
1: Do you think we're going to beat Everton for booze on Saturday? Oh, oh, no. no. my <laughs> fans won't do. I know, I know, I know.
0: But you think we are some kind of Twitter
1: fans?
2: Um,
1: but, yeah, no, this is just, <laughs> yeah. Endo's, Endo's slander name has to be Enderson. <laughs> Enderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, God.
2: So, yeah,
0: it's just...
1: Hey, my idea of four-two-two-two doesn't sound so bad now, does it? You'll enjoy I mean, that.
0: We need, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm back to feeling anxiety over the Reds now.
1: <laughs> Here's Jorg, and Jörg, the fucking bananas in pajamas.
0: I mean, we we were saying this, weren't we, last week? Like, it's just the.
1: Yeah, a sporting ne- director. And of of the Fucking co- make him the head coach. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the, the nepotism. Um, it a point. It does reach a point, though. If it gets to the end of the season, Liverpool finish sixth. FSG needs to go. It's a sporting director. And you agree to it, or you go.
0: I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it, it looks as though this seems to me like a schmack personally. Mm. Anyway. Um and if that's the case I can see why the likes of maybe not Edwards but the other guys behind the scenes are probably a bit disillusioned. Um with how things are going, but again that's just I guess presumptuous. But it yeah, it's it's hard.
2: <laughs>
0: it's yeah, it it's a bit of a weird situation. I guess. Um, some people are saying that they're off to inhale bleach on my
1: timeline. Yeah, well, so, you never know. He might be incredible. I don't think he's
0: that bad, but he wears a mouth guard as well, which is a bit
2: weird. Um,
0: but Yeah, that, yeah it, it just kind of took the steam off the of things. Anyway, um, moving on to Bournemouth, I guess. Yes. Did you watch any of the game? I saw the goals. Uh, um, no. West no. Ham looked like they battered them a bit, to be fair, but a lot of it seemed aerial, aerial bombardment. So. Um, David
1: Moyes, baby.
0: Yeah. And they didn't have James or Prowse yet, so.
1: Um. Statistically, Bournemouth had the third highest defensive line at the weekend. See, um, this is
0: what people come to the podcast for, just exactly. not, um, not live reactions. Do you want
1: to know the other two who are above okay. them? Yeah. Uh, Manchester City, obviously, and
2: uh, Brighton. Manchester there City you
1: go. Yeah. But then Bournemouth. So Bournemouth... So um, what
0: you're saying is expect Salah or... Oh, it's got to be a New game, hasn't it? If that's the I, case. I,
1: no, what, what I'm saying is they'll try and because teams that tend to play very expansively are normally rubbish at sitting in behind and just defending their box, because they've never they've never worked on it before. So uh, I'm saying they're going to try and unsuccessfully defend and go you three 0 down. Yeah.
0: Do you think he's not like one of these managers that's more? I beat never losing by my. would um, beat four then.
1: No, because I think yeah. Raya Carne had a bit of a um, reputation for um, trying to be tough to beat, and I think they they executed it. But I just think Bournemouth's quality of player doesn't really let them do that. But yeah, I I'd be all for starting Nunes. Jota needs you know firing onto the bench after his performance on Sunday, so. Or the naughty step, as we'll call it this week. So yeah, um, I'd probably probably have Diaz on the bench as well. Uh, did really really well against Chelsea, but looked knackered after an hour. So yeah, I think that seems to be a bit of a reoccurring theme with him, doesn't it? Like he did miss a lot of football, and he's not long come back. He's mm. he's he's going to take a while. Um, and I think if you just give him half an hour against Bournemouth, that will help him. We need to manage his minutes basically. Um, Nunes, I think it's just a game where he could play ninety minutes and score a hat trick. Um, but yeah, him him and Gakpo up front is is my prediction. Is what I want to see with Salah and Shobersloy. Either uh, either side of them. See, to be honest, I, I mean, I, I think Diaz and Robertson
0: struck up a bit of a good partnership when Robertson was actually allowed to get forward on a more regular basis, but. I think Gakpo and Robertson might be um a nice little nice little partnership. The issue is it's it's on the wrong side. So you could probably do that Gakpo coming inside and if you have like, for example, a left footed as like him going around the outside kind of thing, mm-hmm. but um I don't think that's um very capable. <laughs> so I mean, what would you go in terms of a lineup just the same but Jones instead of Gakpo and a bit of a reorganised front three, yeah. or would you switch up the midfield?
1: No, McAllister and Jones as a um, two for me. That's what I would go for. I think we'll probably see the 4 3 3 and Jones in for Gakpo and then uh, no other changes. I think that's probably what Klopp will eventually plump for which i disagree with um but yeah i i think whichever option we choose we probably win the game quite comfortably
0: okay so and oh we all know
1: lady. they'll, they'll score true. they'll they'll score from you know, some really fast guy deciding not to defend the right uh, you know our attacking right hand side He'll stay up where Trent has left the space. He'll get pinged to him. He'll run half the length of the pitch and square it for Solanke. So I think if they do that in the first minute, just get it over with, then we can steamroller him. Uh, Just
0: a quick one. We've just got the um, Jan Aga fjortoft kiss of death um, over Endo. You said it's a smart move by Liverpool and one of the best defensive midfielders in the Bundesliga. That um... is bollocks. What? that he's one of the one best. One of the best?
2: Shut but, up. To be fair, when
0: I had a look at the Bundesliga website before and they said actually, actually compared them to the best. But, yeah.
1: Can keep the ball very good.
2: keep <laughs> the
0: ball very good. <laughs> oh,
1: Stuttgart love him. Well, why haven't they extended his stuck, contract? Stuttgart love him, but he's got one year left on his deal. Um... <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, though, Mo- Since two thousand and twenty, most possession won in the final third, most aerial duels, most because clearances, it's... most headed clearances. Second most. T- he, yeah, I like him. Get him in. <laughs> I'm not going to make any comments about stereotypes, and that he'll probably work hard. It's not something that we do. But he seems um, like he, he work does. Hard. He, he does look a <laughs> very, very hardworking. Um. Yeah, almost, almost, Wine esque
2: in his yeah. profile, and I, I mean... like the fact
1: if, we, if we're targeting if we uh, this is something Liverpool haven't done, oh, and I like that, uh, no I'm no sorry. no hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on if he was twenty five it would be a perfect sign. I it
0: would, it was, but, but uh, I'm sorry I like, I'm... <laughs> I like the
1: fact we're going out to buy somebody knowing we're not going to start him <laughs> we've not done that for two or three years apart from the panic loans
0: so my 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 current trend and on. It is uh, Amrabat Endo in the series who's
1: just scored against City Stuttgart and he's 30 he's 30 is second on mine under Endo and then my last one is what the fuck is he doing no, I'm joking it's not oh
0: not really. my god
1: oh City oh. conceded yeah they I by. had that I had that until this fucking news broke Jesus yeah. I, I was watching that bloody hell and, uh, yeah, and the and the city scores, um. So yeah, City have point, gone really strong. They might struggle this weekend. There's playing. something
0: about these podcasts and producing um, transfer
1: news. You meant to do it tomorrow when we stop recording.
0: Yeah, it's completely put me off. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so, so we're, I... not
1: go- we're not going to do a deep dive into the nuances of Andondi or Iola's Bournemouth.
0: No, we're not. I think we're just going to head straight to predictions, probably. Well,
1: well, well, well. So, you and Blaine, zero points after Mm. GW1. Me, eight. What? I had the correct margin of result in the fact that we drew. I said 2-2. It finished uno-uno. So I get five points for that. And I also correctly predicted the first goal scorer of Luis Diaz. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. So eight points, which puts me on an average of eight points a game. Okay, which so is how I'm
0: we're going go to go it. 3-0. Great. Right. And
2: I'm going to go... Big Verge.
1: Big Verge. Just so you can get the video out.
0: Just so I can get my video out. I'm going to have to uh, find a new player to do it when he goes, aren't I? Yeah. Maybe Canarte.
1: No, Gomez. No. No, no one will ever see the video, apart from you. Um, I've already done mine. I am going 4-1 and Darwin Nunez. 4-1 and Darwin Nunez. And we'll get Blaine's in the chat.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> okay. So we should be back, hopefully, next Tuesday. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, with,
1: a, with a new Japanese wonder kid?
0: With a new Japanese 30-year-old wonder kid, yeah, you're right. Um, maybe I, really, I really
1: hope he takes the number three shirt just to put, piss people off even more. I've seen the, um, the number five million knocking about. That's a great, that is a good signing then.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, I, we, we've spoken in the past, haven't we, about like leaders and all that fun stuff. Yeah, if you're going to um,
1: sign someone who's not going to play, at least have a good personality in the squad.
0: Yeah. He, yeah, I mean, maybe it's Norrish because he does look very good on the numbers. So maybe it's clock- Norrish Magka signing. It might be Spearman. It might be a Spearman, kind of, yeah. So to you, save you, a of money. You, you want leadership and experience. Mm. Here, here you go. Um, he wins the ball in the air. He wins the ball back. How tall you know, is he? I guess that's what we want. Uh he's five ten. Oh, that's alright. Um he has got leadership qualities and whatnot, so he actually in in terms of um like ball winning ability and aerial ability, he actually is better than Fabinho. He's less progressive though.
1: Do you reckon there the is a I'm going to go on YouTube. Is there a Welcome to Liverpool compilation? Oh, yeah, there there will be. Uh, Welcome
2: to Liverpool.
1: Um, Nope.
0: Oh, not yet.
1: Not yet, but there is one that says Bundesliga midfield maestros, Wataru Endo. Oh, Oh.
0: And, to be fair, Lewis Bauer, who's a a really good follow, Lewis Bauer 2021, he covers a lot of the um, the youth stuff. You'll follow. never
1: get... Listen, right, I know I made a joke, but you'll never guess what his shirt number is at Stuttgart. Uh, it's,
0: three. Number three. it's number three. Yeah. Um. Jürgen Klopp recently spoke about a potential James Miller replacement who would help LFCC out and manage games. What time remember transfer feels more in the mould of that, but hopefully he surprises. Us. So that's...
1: twelve league goals in ninety nine games.
0: Um,
1: and he became
2: captain pretty much as he joined. Hmm.
1: Well. <laughs> His Wikipedia. Um. He likes no, he's a Japanese professional footballer who plays as a defensive midfielder or centre back. He's a worse footballer than James Milner was signed out of desperation. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh fucking hell. great and right fantastic. anyway it's been emotional as it's, I said hopefully has. we'll be back next week
1: someone has someone also edited sorry has edited his career stats section that says last season he played 33 games in the Bundesliga and scored 24 goals <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh
2: dear right anyway <laughs> it's been emotional Thanks for that. And, um, and yeah, we'll be back next week.